Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Golf Perfection Podcast. And sure enough, a topic that is interesting enough to me that I want to discuss with you guys just came up. Um, I'm dropping this the next day, but yesterday, Good Good announced their partnership with Callaway. So I'm not the authority, obviously, on on any of this. I just thought this was interesting and I could bring my perspective, take that value for what it's worth. Um, but yeah, I don't know any more information, obviously, than anyone else and then what else in addition to whatever's posted online. So take that for what it is. But yeah, just going into the intro here, Good Good is now part of Team Callaway. So I'm doing that in quotes because we don't know exactly what that means. Uh, and they just released an announcement video uh, and it looks like there's going to be or already has been a ton of content created with you know some of their stable players like that's i like to call players within you know these club manufacturers like they're stable probably not the best term but that's what i mentally you know say in my head but pretty much um yeah i'm excited to see where this goes and it's going to greatly benefit both sides um just to set a baseline here i feel like when we're talking about good good now we really have to call it what it is and they're they're really a startup uh, you know, they are, you know, they're a corp, they're not like a huge corporation by any means. So I think startup is more akin to what they actually are. And, you know, we need to remember that they're not like golf YouTubers. Um, because when you have the backing of a company that is established like a startup, it really gives other brands like confidence that, you know, you are, you know, not, not law abiding, but there's certain rules and regulations in place when it comes with owning a company like that. So, you know, I'll also get into no laying up and why I think they're there. They are where they are. Um, but pretty much a couple things here. We don't know the extent or the stipulations of this partnership, but it's interesting that if there's any company that is going to, you know, make a play like this, it's going to be Callaway where they have, you know, 1.2 billion in revenue. Last time I checked on Google to make a move like this, and they, they're probably just taking a risk and, you know, just allocating some money to to this partnership. And for good, good, uh, I watched, like I said, the Mr. Short Game podcast interview with the good, good CEO, Matt Kendricks. And he says that good, good wants to step into the club making foray. And I, you know, they identified that partner to be Callaway. So kind of makes sense for both. Um, we'll go into the pros and cons for both. Um, and then one other thing that was kind of notable is that Titleist is now partnered with No Laying Up. So everyone is saying like Callaway lost No Laying Up and then they got good good because of that. In my opinion, I feel like it was a mutual, you know, parting of, you know, brands. Or, or in my opinion, I just feel like Callaway didn't think No Laying Up was, you know, a beneficial partnership and they went to go try something else because you know they have the capital to take those risks and try something different so curious to see what no laying up and tireless has me personally i feel like tireless really leans on you know their prestige and their really really good golf products to keep the thing you know to keep the brand going and they don't really need to do this influencer you know golf youtube thing to to be successful and they've proven it with you know everyone has you know scotty's whatever they're a solid company. I feel like no laying up is perfect for them. It's for the older crowd, not the most risk, uh, you know, risky content in terms of what comes out. And so that's perfect for them and Tyler. So that being said, let's talk about the pros and cons for both Good Good and Callaway in terms of this partnership. All right. So for Good Good, the pro for them, I feel like the main thing is that 
you know, the only thing that was, and this is not really, nothing was really holding them back, but they didn't have like the legitimacy of a club manufacturer backing them um, as a partner because you have people like Foreplay who obviously are just all tailor-made. And now No Laying Up was previously Callaway and is now a Titleist, except for some PGA tournaments that Good Good was a part of and making some content. They didn't have that legitimacy of a club maker, manufacturer uh, to kind of collaborate with and, you know, get product and be kind of the marketing machine behind them. And so this totally does that and they get access to the stable of players. So like you like you saw in the announcement, John Ron, Xander Shoffley, Annika Sornstan, like I feel like I was I've been longing for the content with the professionals in the Callaway stable for a long time because I saw the likes of you know, Colin Morikawa, Rory McIlroy, everyone at TaylorMade basically collaborating with Foreplay. But now we'll see how this turns out, how this content turns out, because there's an age difference between the athletes, where I think it was a little closer with the Foreplay guys. But with the good, good guys, they're interacting now with the, the pros on the Callaway side. And I'm curious to see how the vibe will be. But nonetheless, the content is getting created now, and we're getting to see more of the Callaway stable players uh on screen and you know in videos you know making content with one of the biggest content creator youtube startups uh, that there is so i'm excited for that uh and lastly a, a pro for good good is that hey now they have the i guess partnership with a club manufacturer to try to make their own clubs so in the you know interview with matt kendricks and mr short gang pretty much like that's what he said good good intended to do was make clubs i'm not sure how much is going to be given in exchange between you know uh the two i mean a lot of that stuff that they have technology is proprietary and so i feel like they're just going to get their bearings around the process of how to develop clubs how to make clubs how to source the logistics and how to do all of that and that that in itself is a huge undertaking and you need someone who knows how to do that and so Callaway will probably offer up some of it obviously not the the you know the latest driver in iron technology they're not going to give that up i don't think and then we'll see what good goods you know intentions are in the long term with club making but that was one of the clear um clear intentions of good good matt's matt kendrick's good good ceo um pretty much said like hey that's what we want to do and now they have a partner that We'll see, allows him to give some insight on that. So for Callaway, there's gonna be a ton of eyes on you know the products that they have now, the clubs that they are coming out with, and it's gonna be quality content. So I feel like now they're kind of, you know, I can just imagine it now where like the good good guys are just playing with all the golf equipment. And, you know, I think the problem now with golf equipment reviews is that it's kind of stale where you just see a guy hit hit the driver a bajillion times and then not even a bajillion times maybe like 10 times they show the numbers and then pretty much make their assessment on if it's good club or not which is fine that's a tried and true formula but it's kind of stale i feel like the numbers are starting to peak at peak out to where until hollowhead foam injected clubs came out it was all pretty much the same and we're hitting that plateau again and so the marketing engine has to change now it adapts to get clubs into people's hands now it's more about seeing people that you like to watch use the clubs that um 
use the clubs that you're trying to sell for Callaway, and this is perfect for them in that particular um, market. So that's what they're getting out of this. Um, like just what happens if someone makes a hole in one on the good, good guys, and they say, oh man, yeah, then they're running up and down the fairway and they have their Callaway stuff and they're chucking all that stuff around. It's gonna be great marketing for Callaway, and that's what they're banking on is that viral moment and that markability and relatability and playability, like playing with all these clubs over and over again on all these videos. That's what they're definitely getting out of that. Um, another thing that Callaway is getting is finally more memorable content um, because I feel like right now, TaylorMade is doing it the best in terms of content creation as a brand themselves. So they came out with good series where, you know, the people in their stable, Rory, Colin, Tiger, we're just on the driving range, just hitting golf balls and then trying to do a long drive contest. Like who doesn't want to see that? Like those ideas, we kind of take those for granted because they're pretty creative in themselves and they made a great video, but like, you know, it takes a lot of people to kind of, kind of come up with that, think about that, produce it, shoot it, and then finally post it and for everyone to see. And I don't think Callaway has any good series. I looked at their YouTube channel to kind of whatever some videos have a couple thousand some videos only have a couple hundred and it's pretty hurt over there so they're trying to get you know some of the sauce from good good in terms of creating content and pretty much you know coming up with videos that people want to see to help grow their brand and so i think that's what they're trying to benefit from is upping their content game because TaylorMade, in my opinion is kicking their butt straight up and uh i think the perception needs to change of the brand when it comes to i guess the youth and so that's another thing is like in mother a little stuffy uh and then jumping into the more serious youtube golf content creator space is their way of trying to capture that up and coming market because i think that's that's the golden key here or that's the golden ticket is that all these club manufacturers older people they've made up their mind on what they want to buy but it's the younger people who are getting influenced by these brands that they're trying to get the long-term you know brand loyalty over time because i feel like and i mean correct me for my assumption is that when someone generally picks a brand they stick with it for a pretty long time and they become loyalists but that can happen as early as you know your first set of clubs right so how do they get those first set of clubs into the hands of the youth and to have them lifelong loyalists and i feel like this will help in some capacity obviously hard to quantify it's always hard to quantify marketing in terms of the benefit to the you know the bottom line but that's what they're baking on they're smarter than i am they got a whole you know a whole team of people that that basically you know run the run the figures and figure this out and we'll see what happens to them in the years to come all right so now we'll do the cons of both and we'll start off with callaway so obviously um there could be a backfiring if the club reviews or the info that they create or the content they create seems like pretty disingenuous. You know, like imagine like seeing one of the good, good guys come up and say, oh, wow, this is like the best club ever, Callaway, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think they'll do this. They'll be smart about this, obviously. But a lot of people might see that as insincere because now they're, you know, they are pay paid or there's some kind of agreement between the two to say good things about the clubs. They probably won't be allowed to speak their minds like some of these free the free freelance or the you know golf youtubers that can say whatever they want since they're team callaway they got to be pro team callaway and so i'm curious to see how it comes off as in terms of the sincerity if it'll come off as disingenuous and so that will be a con 
for Callaway is that we don't know. We don't know how the public will react. They gotta be smart about the content they create. Um, and yeah, being a partner, you know, is a little sticky sometimes when there's money involved and things have to be said and you have to go buy the book. And sometimes things can come off as very uh, a corporate for, for the lack of a better word. Another con is that things may not pay off in the terms of watchability for Callaway. So perception of brand is everything. And I think we'll see a year from now if, you know, they've kind of stepped up their game. I just feel like, you know, TaylorMade has that go to it factor right now. They, they came out with a funny Christmas video with Tiger and everyone singing carols or whatever. That was great. And so in my mind, they've just been a slow, you know, in the background, just delivering really good content and it's helped their overall perception. So I feel like Callaway's trying to do the same. But maybe this won't pay off and it'll be just be a dud for them. You know, I mean, I'm not sure what the stipulations are once again, um, but maybe like once good, good breaks away from Callaway after the end of the contract, what what is Callaway left with? What have they learned? What will they learn? Will they able to grow off of this partnership? And at the end of it, once it ends, like will they be left in a better place? Time will tell but not sure. It could just flop on its face. Also, I'd hate to bring this up, but like there's, you know, when it comes to anyone employed at any company, when they're public facing or a public figure, there's always the chance that something could go wrong. Um, Good Good was very chemistry dependent and pretty much what if one guy decides they don't want to do this anymore? People want to change jobs for whatever reason, there's more power to them, but that will hurt the brand. It could backfire. Or what if there's a long-term contract, maybe multiple years, and then one guy decides, you know, they don't want to do this. That can also be an issue. So they're really taking on that risk for this multi-year contract, and we'll see what happens. I hope, knock on wood, I hope nothing happens, but you just never know. And these guys are young and, you know, more susceptible. I don't want to say more susceptible, but, you know, there is a difference between the no laying up guys in terms of maturity than there are the good, good guys. So... That's all I'll say about that. So cons for good, good is that I feel like with this move, the the YouTuber charm, what was left of it is kind of starting to wear thin and now even more so than in the past. So in the past, you know, interviews, I think people wanted to believe that, you know, Gigi or good, good was more just a bunch of like dudes creating and editing golf content as buddies. And then, you know, slowly and surely as more people started to peel back the layers of this startup, you know, people are starting to see through a lot of a lot of the charm of what makes a YouTuber a YouTuber. So I think that's a con there is that like now that you said, oh, we're, you know, team partnership and Callaway and team Callaway, it's definitely losing that charm. And I feel like that's just the main con for them on this. Other than that, it's all it's all good for for good, good. So now that this said the pros and cons for both, I just want to touch on a few tidbits that I, you know, grabbed from, you know, that video with uh Matt Kendricks and uh, Mr. Short Game, pretty much good, good attempts to still do their putters their own way. They f- they truly believe that their putters are good. I feel like the price is pretty insane to me personally. Um, and Callaway did not purchase any equity into Good Good Brand, so you know Good Good can operate autonomously without any like ownership conversations happening between the two. Uh, and then Matt Kendricks did say it was a multi deal deal, multi year deal. So Uh, I know I was kind of talking about it like it was known information, but yeah, that's kind of what we know. And then he said there's something coming in spring. So I'm curious to see what that is. Maybe it is like the first club that they're trying to 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 uh, trying to uh, pretty much uh, come out with. We'll see. 
Lastly, I want to touch on is unanswered questions and the pretty much the time will tell kind of questions like, um, and I don't want to talk about drama. I, I really don't think that's anyone's right. I mean, it's no one's business to talk about drama. I don't really care for that anyway, but I just really want to know these couple of things that are unanswered that we'll probably never know until time elapses. And so the first thing is how long is this deal? And then, you know, good, good and Callaway at the end of the day, what are the long-term goals for both? So obviously like if we're thinking huge picture with good, good, are they trying to become the next, you know, Titleist? I mean, Titleist is obviously shooting for the stars where they have the driver, the putter, the golf ball, the clothes, the glove, Every, the shoes, everything. Are they trying to be like that? Maybe they end up pulling that off. That would be insane. Or will they be able to usurp like Wilson Golf? Can they be better than them? Maybe. Who knows? And then like how many videos were agreed upon the two of them? I'm really curious. Maybe it was like X amount of videos or, you know, I'm really curious about that. And then um, what type of posting obligations do the two have? So, I'm not sure if they're going to force good, good to like say, Hey, we need you to post on your real, you know, we need you to post TikToks, reels, Instagram, you know, YouTube content, you know, what, what kind of obligations do they have there? So that's kind of, you know, some things time will tell other things is, you know, what kind of marketing obligations do they have? Like in the videos, I curiously, I'm seriously want to know like, Hey, it's going to be obvious. Like, Hey, look at my driver. I'm hitting it. It's Callaway. Boom. Start playing that. Or are they going to have like Callaway sponsored videos where, you know, they do, I, I don't know. I'm just very curious on what the marketing obligations are directly in the content. And I guess the last thing for me is like, will this be a domino that causes other golf companies to work with other YouTubers? I don't think so because I don't think other golf YouTubers are more or less like a startup. Maybe Peter Finch, maybe Rick Shields, but I don't think the the benefit and the pool and the situations are similar enough to Good Good. And they're pretty unique uh, in their situation to where they want to build clubs, they have a strong brand, and they have something to offer Callaway that in which they don't have. So I think it was just a perfect alignment of stars, but I don't know, maybe a domino will fall and other club manufacturers and companies will see there's an opportunity there to kind of write the, flip the script on you know this new market, this new potential. And I'm really curious to see what happens in the future. So in brief, is this an overall win? 100% I believe this is. Good Good is now being legitimized now in the professional equipment world. And Callaway is now getting a grasp of the up and coming market. And hopefully they'll learn how to make some good content in the end of the day. Because nothing that Callaway has come out has been memorable for me. I have to really grasp as straws to even think in my mind, what was the last thing that was posted by Callaway that I was like, oh, that's pretty funny or that's pretty cool. So far to me, it's zero. And so that's pretty much it. So in this case, it's where one plus one is greater than two, as cheesy as that is, you know, the sum of each individual uh, is greater when combined together to make something pretty, pretty, pretty exciting. And I'm really curious to see how this all pans out. Uh, fan of both. I'm a fan of Callaway. I'm a fan of pretty much the good, good channel, obviously. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm excited to see where this goes. So hope you guys enjoy that one. Keep chasing and we'll see you in the next one.